Broadcasting from the studios of Business Radio X, it's time for Advisory Insights, brought to you by Oberman Law Firm, serving clients nationwide with tailored service and exceptional results. Now, here's your host. Welcome, everyone, to Advisory Insights. Stuart Oberman, your host here. I want to cover a couple of topics. I know we're hitting the uh, HR pretty heavy, um, but I want to make a couple couple of things. We're, we're going to hit this topic for today is HR audit checklist. Um, going forward, we're, we're going to be talking about some merger and acquisition items. Um, we're going to hit some of those items. We're going to hit uh, HR, uh, one more, probably one more um, topic out of this session coming up. So HR, you know, uh, in today's, I'll give you a little background. So we have clients about 35 or 40 states and um, they range everywhere from small startups to um, uh, global companies. So for, for our concern, whether you're, whether you're a, a startup or na- multinational company, the HR department is absolutely critical. So the HR department needs to have resources and policies in place in order to ensure, I cannot state this enough, state and federal law. You have to know a couple of things that we're going to talk about, and I'm going to call them the hot six. So I want these items to be reviewed at least annually, if not quarterly, depending on how big you are. So, you know, the first item really we want to take a look at it is, is posters. Uh, when our HR side, you have to ensure that federal, state, and local laws pertaining to your workplace contain notifications that are properly posted. Now, what what does this include on your posters? I like to have up there that in relation to the Pregnancy Discrimination Act, the Family Medical Leave Act. So if an employee is injured or they claim they don't know something or something occurred, the posters, the locations, the notifications are key, critical to that area. So second, we have job descriptions. I want to make sure that your employment job descriptions do not, under any circumstances, violate the Americans with a Disability Act, the Pregnancy Discrimination Act, and the Family Medical Leave Act, or any guidelines set forth by the EEOC. That is absolutely, again, uh, critical to these. You have to look at your job descriptions. If you don't have job descriptions, then obviously this particular matter is irrelevant, but you need to get your, you need to get your job descriptions. So one thing I want to take a look at is as employees are hopping in this uh, work environment, I want to make sure that our employment documents and benefits comply with the Employee Retirement Income Security Act of 1974. If you're asking what that is, then I would say you are not in compliant. Once you have the employees that are coming from different areas, different locations, different age demographics, I want you to take a look at this particular provision and whether or not you have these up to date or they're in violation. So one of the things, and I'll use uh, number four, I want to make sure that you are classifying employees as exempt and non-exempt in order to make sure that you comply with the wage and hour laws 
or overtime requirements. Again, anything over 40 is generally overtime. So you're saying, well, you know, what's overtime? Uh, I believe we discussed this in some prior podcasts. That includes text messages to your team members, your staff members. That includes emails. That includes calls after hours. That includes information related to you by electronic communication after hours. This is a very large category as to what is considered communication and overtime. I want to go through number five a little bit. I want to make sure that all personnel files are up to date, documented, and maintained. If you ever come across a dispute from a federal or state agency and you are required to present present to them your personnel files, if it is not in order, then there's a fairly good chance you are not going to win that particular argument. I will tell you, if an employee alleges violation of race, color, creed, sex, or origin, and your personnel files are not up to date, your reviews are not up to date, there's a good chance you are going to get, as we say, hammered in the process. Take a look at those. Last but not least, I want to make sure your record keeping, again, this goes back to personnel records, your record keeping requirements for new hires, existing hires, job descriptions, promotions, demotions, performance plans, all those have to be documented. If you don't follow those particular procedures, then it is going to be very difficult to terminate, fire, discharge particular employees depending on the nature of the work. So the key, again, very, very simple. Six very simple things you need to look at. Start small, go on to the big stuff. Once you look at these particular items, get another six, get another six. Don't start with 300. You'll never get there. Work in order, work in process, eliminate what you don't need, upgrade what you do need. So that's a, ladies and gentlemen, that's a very, very quick update on HR audit checklist. I want to thank you for joining us. Again, these little tips are going to hopefully save a lot of headaches down the road. Thanks for joining us on um, Advisory Insights. If you want to get a hold of us, please give us a call, 770-886-2400, or email me, Stuart Oberman at Stuart at ObermanLaw.com. Again, 770-886-2400, email Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at ObermanLaw.com. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you on our next podcast. Thank you for joining us on Advisory Insights. This show is brought to you by Oberman Law Firm, a business-centric law firm representing local, regional, and national clients in a wide range of practice areas, including healthcare, mergers and acquisitions, corporate transactions, and regulatory compliance.